This message you're about to listen to is brought to you by Victory Inheritance Ministries, the City of Hope. As you listen, may the Holy Spirit minister to you in the simplicity of the Word of God. Preach briefly on what I have captioned, God is involved. God is what? Involved. God is involved. We're going to run through the whole verse up to 27, but I'm going to take it very fast, and then I'll take you straight to 37 chapter of the book of Genesis, and then take you to 45 chapter, and we end up there very, very fast. Because God is involved. Life itself is a mystery. Everything about God is a mystery. We know in parts, and we prophesy in parts. You are human, I am human. We are grace to be able to stand and to be alive and to speak. There are things that are not known to you or revealed to you. There are things that remain a mystery to you. That's, that's a Gary Bush there, and that's Anita Bush. Gary is from Britain. I believe that years back, nobody would have told him that he'll be married to someone from Southside. Neither my daughter, Anita, ever believed that. What brought him to Nigeria may not be necessarily the job that brought him. Somebody say, God is involved. involved. There are things that in your natural eyes does not make sense. Confusing. You don't know why you should be going to Ibadan when you are supposed to be going to uh, uh, Kogi State. There are some certain assignments that are given to you by your boss. In the office, and you're wondering that it's not part of your designation. When you are employed, there's a clear court written designation, your primary assignment. But as job goes on, your boss may begin to redirect against what you were told. And sometimes some of us get disturbed over it. But why? This is not part of my job. Somebody say, God is involved. We are children of God. As long as you have accepted Jesus into your life, get ready for anything because God is involved in your life. Now there was a man of Benjamin whose name was Kish, the son of Abiel, the son of Zerah, the son of uh, Bekorat, the son of Abia, a Benjamin, a mighty man of power. Verse 2, let's run quickly. And he had a son whose name was what? Whose name is Saul. A choice young man and a goodly, he's been introduced. And there was not among the children of Israel a goodlier, oh, King James English, uh, it's not in the dictionary. <laughs> goodlier. <laughs> if you write this in work, what will you get? F9. <laughs> Persons that, that, than he, from his shoulders and upward, he was higher than any of the people. I love God because God has a way of beautifying someone. And when God wants to take care of you like this, you go fine, beyond fine. And the axes of Kish, Saul's father, were what? Were lost. Somebody say, God is involved. involved. You know, I said something some time ago when I was preaching here. I think that inspiration came from 1 Samuel chapter 30 when David came back from the slaughter and... uh, he was told that his wives and children were kidnapped, and that of his generals were kidnapped. And his 
followers' spirit went low that they even want to stone him, David. And the scripture said he encouraged himself in the Lord. One would have expected as soon as he heard such news, he would just turn his generals and they, they would race after the people who took his wife because time is very important in warfare. But rather, David did something that was so amazing. David decided to inquire of the Lord. And what was it? He said, should I pursue? Does that, does that make sense? Should I overtake too? And do what? Should I recover? Your wife, your children are gone. That's it. Should I recover? If your parents hear this, say, yes, we said it. We said it. He never loved her. Is somebody understand what I'm saying? Somebody say, God is involved. God is involved. The only reason why David said he's a man of the spirit. <laughs> When you lose some certain things, it's not everything you have lost that you actually need back again. Because they will have gone through some processing. Like what we are saying, your clothes miss in the afternoon, in the evening, it's back where you kept it. <laughs> and you just took it that way. Angel has brought it back. <laughs> Go the way. Now, his father's axis lost, got lost. Somebody say, God is involved. And cash said to Saul, his son, take now one of the servants with thee and arise, go seek the axis. So Saul started a journey, a natural journey in obedience to his father, not knowing that there are more to this journey. Somebody say, God is involved. Go ahead. And he passed through Mount Ephraim and passed through the land of Shalisha. But they found them not. Then they passed through the land of Shalem and they were not. And he passed through all to the land of Benjamin, but they found them not. Because God is involved. God hit the axe for a reason. God is involved in it. Search anywhere you search, you will not find it. They were too. Nobody can see nothing. Because God is involved. The Bible says your life is hid in Christ and God. When they lay it on the path and you cross, because God is involved, nothing happens. And nothing will ever happen. Amen. Go ahead. Verse. And when they were come to the land of Zophil, Zophil, Saul said to his servant that was with him, come and let us return. Least my father leave caring for the axes and take and thought of us. That is, my father is getting worried. And since he's not seeing us, he'll get worried and said, forget about it, ask, where is my child? Great talk, but he's not going back to anywhere because God is involved. And he said unto him, behold, now there is in this city a man of God that is an honorable man. And that he said, and he said, come it surely to pass now. Okay. And... An honorable man, all that he said cometh surely to pass. Now let us go titter. Paradventure, he can show us our way that we should go. Now, the question is that if they knew, you know, God is the source, man is the channel. If they know, why did they not do this first thing? This is verse seven, verse eight, six. And they started searching where they know there is a man of God a representative of God, 
whom you can go to and your journey is cut short. They began to walk in their own understanding, which Proverbs have told us, chapter 3. Lean not in your own understanding. Somebody say God is involved. God is involved. When you finish running, some of you that are called into the ministry, and you are flying around the world, when you finish flying, you come back to the ministry. Some of you, there are some certain things you are supposed to do. After you finish evading, go everywhere. You are coming back because your joy will not be complete. Your fullness, you will buy that G-Wagon. You will drive it and you find out that there is no joy in it. You will soon start using it to do taxi. Because that is not your fulfillment. When God is involved in your life, there is no running away. There is nothing you can do about it. Then says Saul to his servant, but behold, if we go, what shall we bring the man of God? You see? What shall we bring to the man of God? You don't just, you see this drum here? As you just appear to the drum, the drum starts sounding. No, you must apply your hand to it for it to apply. The man of God must be honored. That's what we are saying this morning. It must be honored to get something out of him. We call it in English motivation. The father of Isaac, uh, Esau, said, uh, Esau and Jacob, Isaac said to him, Go make a venison that I might eat and my what? My soul might be merry, that I'll be motivated to pour out blessings to you. What shall we take to the man of God? For the bread is spent in our, in our vessels, and there is not a present to bring to the man of God. What have we? Go ahead. And the servant answered Saul again and said, Behold, I have, I have at hand a fourth part of the shekel of silver that I will give to the man of God to tell us our way. Second Samuel chapter 4 from verse 8 talks about the woman of Shunem who has been trusting God for the fruit of the womb. As a matter of fact, she has forgotten. I don't know her age. I don't know her condition. But she has forgotten about it. But honor. Honor, recognition, that's what we are saying this morning. Honor and recognition change the whole equation. It's scripture. You can see the word of God. It changed the whole equation. The man of God did not beg for it, but she showed honor and respect. He said, this is a man of God. And I see it in this, my beautiful mansion. And from my window, I watch him go to the mountain to pray and come back every day. I can cause him to eat. At least I can give him food. From eating of food, he said, no, let's make a home, he told the husband, so that this man can relax before he leaves the next day. And God was taking record of that, just like what this young man has done. Nobody told her that. Nobody preached that to her. After a while, man of God called his servant, call this woman. You have been careful with us. What do you need? Do I introduce you to the president? So, Forget that. I live among my people. I have all those influence and contacts. His servant said to him, Oh, we have been coming here. We have not seen a child. It means there's no child here. He told the woman by this time, the woman laughed. That laugh means just the same laughter that, uh, uh, that Sarah laughed. Don't blame them that because when a man, <laughs> there are some certain things that will be told to you, you will just laugh. He said, This pastor, you're you are, you are taking whiskey. You are taking Godon, a bundle of Godon. Because only someone who take God don't get out of box like this and speak. If only he knows my story. It's not a woman that have a womb that can bring forth. And they said, my, it's been proven that it's gone. I have choose to leave that way and you're saying that. 
but honor and recognition change the whole equation. Change the equation. <laughs> Them that have understood. I don't know what spirit, I don't know where this young man learned what he learned, that of all these congregations. <laughs> it came on him. And not being frightened by the figure gave to him. Because it came to his house, he went ahead. I, I don't know whether it's easy for what he did. He didn't do it to no man. did it to God. So we will be here and we'll see the reward of the righteous. Before time in Israel, when a man went to inquire God, does he say, come, let us go to, his, to the seer. For he that is now called a prophet was uh, before time called what? A seer. So today... Uh, what they call Levites are called pastors in our dispensation now. Let's run quickly. We're going to 27. Still have time. Quickly. Then says Saul to his servant, well said, well said, come let us go. So they went on to the city where the man of God, go to, to 14 quickly, God of time. Let's go to 14. Verse 14. And they went up into the city and when they were come into the city, behold, Samuel came out against them for to go up to the high place. Now the Lord had told Samuel in his ear a day before what happened. Saul, before Saul, saying, somebody say God is involved. So when his father asked, got lost, God knew about it. God orchestrated it because of Saul. And God has already told his servant, Saul is coming. So Saul began a journey that he didn't know that it's not his feet that is carrying him. Just like what uh, he did. <laughs> he just started a journey. He, took, he looked very ordinary. He thought he was the one with his five senses. My father asked his loss. Let me go and look for it. But he didn't know that God is the one that orchestrated the whole thing. He was moving under the umbrella of God. He was moving under the covering of God. And that is why until God accomplished what he wants to accomplish, he will never see that axe. Because if he sees the axe, he's back to the base. Three different locations that he's supposed to find, they didn't find it. God hid it. It can even be where you are. You will, your eyes will never be open to it until heaven completes what he wants to do. God said to Samuel that Saul is coming. Watch out. And God began a journey and thought he was the one that is walking. He didn't know that God is one that is moving him. Tomorrow about this time, I will send thee a man. So can you see it now? What, what, you send what you are in control of. Am I talking to someone? You can only send, I will give you one million tomorrow. Because I'm in control of one million. I can't send to you what I'm not in control of. Tomorrow about this time. I will send thee a man out of the land of Benjamin. And thou shalt anoint him to be what? Captain over my people, Israel. That he may save my people out of the land, out of the hand of the Philistine. For I have looked upon my people because their cry is come unto me. So we can see that God is involved in the loss of the acts of Saul's father. Because God needs Saul to deliver his people, and at this time, Saul does not have an idea that he was going to be a captain or a king. But he began a journey looking for an ass, but the crown is waiting for him. He was looking for an ass, but the crown, a seat is waiting for him. 
unknown to him, unknown to his friend that accompanied him. God was just moving him, and he was just moving in his natural sense. Somebody say, God is involved. God is involved. That is why, as a child of God, didn't the scripture say, in all things give thanks? Did the scripture not say, in all things give thanks? Sometimes they give you a letter and say, you are fired. Except you are somebody of the spirit. to so say, Father, I know you are involved in this. And I thank you for the next assignment. But somebody who is out of the spirit will start crying. Will start weeping. We will want to force the hand of God away. I told you clearly that the scripture said in Genesis that actually, as Moses' mother could no longer hide him. That's what the scripture said. She took him and put him on a bulrush basket because God was involved and pushed him away. That no natural woman will do that except God is involved. That love of a mother, that heart of a mother suddenly melt. He was ready to part with the son because God's agenda has stepped in. And I told you, if someone has accommodated you, accommodated you like some of you are living under the roof of someone, driving someone's car, eating someone's food, under the shoulder of someone, and suddenly from nowhere, you, didn't, you can't really pick out what you did that led him or her to rage against you. If he pushes you out, don't remember the pushing. Remember all the years and weeks he has been feeding you and supporting you. Because the devil has a way of making you forget every good thing he or she has done to you and remind you of that just last moment so that you will not appreciate what God is about to do. Now, what is happening now is that you are becoming too comfortable. You know, you can be in a friend's house. You have your own room. TV is there. AC is there. Everything is there. Even have a laundry that iron your clothes for you. You will become so used to it that you can't think again. All your money will be for movies. Pizza. Ice creams. Every show in Lego, you, go, you have money, that's what we'll be spending. You will never think of buying a television or renting your own house. You are going to come and you are growing older. And time is going. But out of grace and mercy, God one day will enter that to your friends. Say, Poshuan. 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 Your friend that you people beat yourself farewell as you left the morning. By the time he came back like this, his eyes and his eyes and his eye. <laughs> Pharaoh's eye gets into his eye. You become something you say, I bet leave, leave. So it's in the I say, leave, leave. I never try. I never try. Who do like this for me? I never try. Who say I no try? Let him come and do for you. I bet, I bet, I bet. No, 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 no. It is not devil that enter him. God is involved. It's time to redeem your time that is whining and running. And so God has to use him, force you out. It's in that forcing that your brain that have been that had, what's that English? When you say something, cheap, cheap, when you, when you, when, when a block is, uh, that's the word. Your brain has been congealed by excess food, free food and free air condition and TV. Your brain is congealed. You don't know that you have more than enough in that brain. By the time they push you out, God help you, it's raining that day. God help you. Ask people in Europe, the worst time you can send somebody away is under winter. Winter, that day you remember that Jesus is Lord. You remember that Jesus is Lord. You know how important that person has helped you. 
then your congealed brain will suddenly heat will come and melt it you will think well your hair will think well it's necessary for you because that person is done on his part his part for your life is completed your next level the person taking you is waiting for you and the only way you can stop wasting that person's time is for you to be pushed out and so you count it all blessing that's what the bible says count it all joy when you are faced with diverse trials and temptations god is involved in this and when Saul saw Saul, the lord said unto him behold the man whom i spoke to thee so we can see that it was not about the acts god is involved the business of God must be done. God was involved. This is the man that went to go look for acts, but I have a crown for him. You know, the man I spake to thee of, the same shall reign over my people. Because of time, Genesis 37. I wanted to go to the end, but go to Genesis 37. Genesis what? 37. Verse 5. Verse 5. We'll take it 5 to 11. And Joseph dreamed a dream. He told it his brethren, and they hated him. Yeah, the most. Somebody say, God is involved. And said unto them, Here I pray you this dream which I have dreamed. That's wrong. For behold, we were binding sheriffs in the field, and lo, my sheriff arose and also stood upright. And behold, your sheriff stood around about and made obedience to me. That's the kind of submission. He's saying it very innocent, boy, he's saying it the way he saw it. And his brethren in their natural calculation. I say, what is he talking about? And his brethren said to him, shall thou indeed reign? That's a natural interpretation over us. Or shall thou indeed have dominion over us? And they hated him yet more for his dreams and for his words. That's why you have to be careful the proposals you bring before some friends. When they see it, they know where that proposal is taking you to. And the next thing, they will conspire. And he dreamed yet. We are talking about one. He brought the second one. <laughs> that this is not a joke. God is confirming something. And told it his brethren again. And said, behold, I have dreamed a dream more. And behold, the sun, the moon, the elements of the world. That's 11 stars. Made obedience to me, even from heaven. Ten. And he told it to his father and to his brethren. And his father rebuked him and said unto him, What is this dream that thou hast dreamed? Shall I, thy mother, thy brethren, indeed come to bow down ourselves to thee, to the earth? Joseph? <laughs> and what happened? Verse 11. And his brethren envied, but what? So his, his father came to himself. 
it came to himself. The Bible said he observed the same. God could be involved in this matter. <laughs> God could be involved in this matter. God Almighty could be involved in this matter. Let's run down to the other verses. Where, that's verse 16, quickly, verse 16. Verse 16. And he said, I seek my brethren. Tell me. In it, when God enters a poor man's child with an unusual brain, more than your own children's brain, this guy knocks every person out academically. And, but his school fees is an issue to be paid. And you know that this is brain. They know they buy them for market. This is not nodus. This is not going to New York. It's not going to the seven-star hotels in, in Dubai. This is God. God is telling you, invest in this brain. And as you are investing in this brain, if you're a wise person, you are building a future and a destiny for yourself. But your natural self will say no. That's what is happening here. The boy is not saying what he thought about. He didn't cook it up. This is God in grace and mercy visiting this family through this Instead of them to acknowledge and appreciate and nurture it and help the dream to be realized, they became envious about it. Because they, they know in past and they don't know much. Some people fight to you, but they don't know that they are distancing their destiny and their future. They are postponing their blessing by contending against you. And he said, I seek my brethren. Prior to this time, his brothers went farming carry the animals and all those things of their dad, but after a while, the father said, you go, go check what has become of them, take some food and go and give to them, check on your brother, and he went. <laughs> so he took a step, just like Saul. He started a journey that he didn't know that God is involved. His father sent him on errand. On errand. He never came back from that errand. God was involved. <laughs> ah, Jehovah. And he said, I seek my brethren, tell me, I pray thee where they are. He was walking in confusion. Quickly, go to the next verse. And the man said, They are departed hence, for I heard them say, Let us go to Dothan. And Joseph went after his brethren and found them in Jotan. He was moving from place to place. Go ahead, verse 19. And they said one to another, Behold, the dreamer cometh. They saw him from a distance. Behold, the dreamer cometh. Ah, if only they know that he was a preserver. They saw him as a dreamer. They saw him as an enemy. You know, there are people we see as our enemy, but they are our blessings. The one we call our blessings are our enemies. May God open your eyes. I prayed for you this morning that God open your eyes unto opportunity. Unto opportunities. <laughs> there are people you have given a lift. He has lifted your life. There are also people you have given a lift. He has brought sorrow down. I pray God open your eyes. Opportunities. That they said, oh, thank you, Lord. There's a certain decision some people have made, and you're here, you're hearing me, said, based on the experience I've had, I will never do this to any person again. And then God takes your destiny and your future 
rap it on someone that you need to do that thing for. That's how God operates. So that is why I say mortar. You don't say, I would never. That word, never. I can't. Don't say it with alacrity. You are human. Especially those of you who say you are in love and you go and say, others love wanted to cut my blood. I cut your own. We agree we must love ourselves. I will never leave you. I will never leave you. Because you are in one small village under forest. Full of mud houses. Every time he tire upon his waist, no clothes in his body, and he's going to farm, he's the chiefest of farm, farmer. <laughs> One day, breeze will blow you into Lagos. I'm not talking about New York. I'm talking about Lagos. I enter Banana Island by grace. <laughs> I just see one, one young man just walk like this. Say, hi, how you doing? And by the time he decorates you with love, from the crown of your head to the sole of your feet, you forget the blood where you don't suck. You forget the blood where you don't suck. You are mortal. Never say never. Never say what? Never. Never say never. It belongs to God. Just move as he leads you. Just move as what God leads you. That's why he said, pray, give us this day. He didn't say next week bread. Give us this day our daily bread. Live tomorrow, it belongs to God. Come now, therefore, let us slay him and cast him to some pit. And we will say, some evil beasts had devoured him. And we shall see what will become of his dream. They are seeing him as an enemy, but he was never their enemy. God is involved in the dream. And God loves them so much that he wants to use him to preserve them. And Reuben heard it and delivered him out of their hands and said, let us not kill him. Reuben was part of them. He was not exempted when the Bible said, and his brother hated him, including him. But because God was involved, and God is involved in this matter, when the time to kill him, because when a man dies, that's the end. That's the end of every dream and every purpose of a man. So, but when God is involved, you see, God just entered Reuben. I don't know how God does it. It's the heart of a man. He walks into Reuben and changes the equation. Use your position as a firstborn. Make a decree. He will not die. Let's think of something else. Because God is involved. Hmm? A young, a man was kidnapped. He has been paid for, you know, to be annihilated. And they took him to a very far bush where they do their job. Somehow, the head of the gang instructed one, said, go and do the job. They refused to go and... I mean, he's, he's counted, he's trusted to do that. Just go and do the job. And they were somewhere, so they walked a distance. And as they were going, the person that was instructed to kill this their victim called him, said, look at me. He turned and looked. You know, all that, that kind of, you cannot even be look, look you cannot be able to look. You got to, no matter your size, six feet, seven pack, whatever pack you is, you are gone already. You are between Celestia and Teresia. <laughs> he, he managed to look at him. I said, look at me. He called him by his name. That made him to look at him. He said, look at me. Do you remember me? He could not remember him. Because it's been years. 
He said, you don't remember. When they were in school, there was exam was going on. This one that is a killer now, as I've seen by profession, was his brain congealed. <laughs> he don't know anything. This one to be to be executed, his brain is free. He knows something. So as they were writing, as this guy was writing, this one was giraffing. He saw him, but he didn't stop him. He was just doing his work. He giraffed and passed. And that was in his brain. So when he was arrested, he knew it was him, but he didn't want to say anything among him. As God will have it, he was the one instructed to go finish him. So as they moved, he began to remind him of the kindness he showed to him. He told him that, just keep running. Find your way. As you run, I'm going to fire in the air. As though I've done my job. And that was how God preserved his life. He lived to tell the story. His boss thought that he had killed him. But he just shot into the air severally. And he found his way. Somebody say, God is involved. God is involved. Every little thing that we do in life is recorded. And the time is coming, it will be remembered. It will be remembered. Why God choose Reuben? I cannot tell. But I can tell you that this God is awesome. There must have been something about Reuben and Joseph. Why God choose Reuben? Apart from the father, he's the firstborn. Let's run. Reuben said unto them, Shed no blood, but cast him into this pit that is in the wilderness, and lay no hand upon him that he might, that he might read him out of their hands. To deliver him to his father again. And it came to pass when Joseph was come into his brethren that they stripped Joseph out of his coat, his coat of many colors, that was on him. I'm going to somewhere. And they took him and did what? Cast him into the pit. Now look at the next one. He said, and the pit was empty. There was no water. Somebody said, God is involved. There is nothing in Israel, there is no empty pits. They, are, they all carry water. They carry water. So when the scripture, what dried that water, we still don't know. But in their mind, water was there. So it was recorded there was no water. So what? His life was once again preserved. Because God is involved. God will be involved in your matter. Amen. In your business, God will be involved. Amen. Among your children, God will be involved. Amen. In your matter, God will be involved. In your office, God will be involved. Amen. As you drive, God will be involved. Amen. Where your car needs to stop, let it stop. For a reason. For a reason. For a reason. Thank you, Lord. For a reason. If he has to stop, let it stop. For a reason. Just like I said this morning concerning our VP. I'm afraid. This is the second time. He needs to rise up. And do what is needful. Because of time, quickly. 43, chapter of Genesis. I'll take chapter 43, verse 1 and 2, and then 45. Take just one verse, and we are done. Somebody say, God is involved, God is involved. In, my in my life. So therefore, so I will be patient. I will, I will wait until God brings to fulfillment his whole purpose of my life. In the name of Jesus. We believers always say that delay is not what? Denial. Sometimes some flights are delayed 
Stop making noise. They are delaying. Thank God. Thank God. God is involved. Verse, chapter 43, verse 1. And the famine was so in the land. Two. And it came to pass when they had eaten up the corn which they had brought out of Egypt, that their father said unto them, Go again, buy us a little more. What they had finished. Anything you have, if God is not involved, it will finish. <laughs> you go and look for another. Nothing that you have. If God is not, that's why he's our sustainer. I have told you, if everything you need in life, you buy it with your own money, you are not in covenant. You cannot survive. Because sooner or later, it will finish. Pressures of life, needs of life, sicknesses can rise. Fly him there, fly him there, and you are dried up. Like the woman with the issue of blood. The Bible said that all her what was wasted, all her savings. Her spent all, 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 and it was not getting better. It was getting worse. Then he now talked to, to seek for Zion for help. And it came to pass when they have eaten up the corn which they had brought out of that their father said to go again, buy a little more. Buy a little more. They went back to Egypt. 45, as we round up this meeting. <laughs> Chapter 45. Verse 4. I'll start from 3, 3, 4, and 5, and that'll be it. Three, four, and five. Remember this journey started from chapter 37, from the dream to the hate, uh, hatred of his brethren, stripping him cold of money color, throwing him into the pit, selling him to the Midianites, landing in Potiphar's home, becoming a slave, accused of what he did not, thrown into prison. In all, God is involved. I didn't read anywhere where Joseph complained, lodged a complaint, I don't like the way they are treating me. I don't like the way I do this. He kept mouth. Like a lamb led to the slaughter, he opened not his mouth. So that the will of God shall be complete and be full. And Joseph said to his brethren, now they are before him. <laughs> the one that was sold. The one that was the dreamer. The one that was stripped of coat of many colors, like most of us have been stripped. And uh, we have been mocked and laughed and said, let's see what's become of his dream. You know, start today. And Joseph said to his brethren, I am Joseph. Does my father yet live? And his brethren could not answer him, for they were troubled at his presence. God will give you a presence. Amen. It is called an atmosphere. It's an atmosphere. That when you tell somebody, come. <laughs> You're telling a full-blown man, come. When he look at the cloud of your presence. They know how to move feet. Come. Come. They could not, they could not approach his presence of the same person they bundled. And dealt with. <laughs> Move on. Verse 4. And Jesus said to his brethren, come near to me, I pray you. How many times has he said that? And they came near and said, I am Joseph, your brother, whom you sold. <laughs> they still did not believe him. Because the difference is so wide. The difference is so wide. But God is involved. When God steps into your matter and it comes to that fullness of time, the people who think they know you, they don't know you. What was that girl that was selling bread in Lagos that uh, became a celebrity? 
Jumoke. Jumoke. All those little, little boys in her area now, they'll say, Kai, if to no, if to say no, you cannot know. Because you are not involved. God have a plan and destiny for her. People like you should not be an obstruction. That's why God blinded you in her eyes. Cannot know. So continue biting that finger. You'll bite it forever. She's not meant for you. She's of a higher dimension. And God has to move her out of your horizon. Is that not English? <laughs> now, therefore, be not grieved nor angry with yourself that you did what? Sold me hitter. For God sent me before you to do what? So when the father said, go check out for your brothers. It was not his father. God entered his father and pushed him to go. How can a younger one go look after Simeon? Who will look after who? The senior, the older should look after the younger. What is God saying? It's like this young man, the drum saying, go and check pastor whether it's okay. In the office. I mean, this guy. And he stand there telling uh, Dick and Victor, I want to see Pastor. <laughs> Victor will look at him. So, where's your mother? That's the first question I ask him. I think this guy is missing. <laughs> Somebody should help him. He's missing. But God is sending him. That's, that's exactly what happened here. His father sent him. He didn't know that he sent for his own preservation and the rest of his generation. So they sold him, but God sent him. Somebody say, God is involved. involved. Rise to your face, everybody. Rise to your face. You need to be a man of the We hope you've been blessed by this message. To experience more, visit us on Wednesdays by 6.30 p.m. and Sundays 8.30 a.m. at Victory Inheritance Ministries, Plot 25, Block A, Kusela Road, Ikate, Elegushi Waterfront, Fort Roundabout, along Konoyo Gas Station, Lekki, Lagos, Nigeria. Or follow us on Facebook at Victory Inheritance Ministries. Or you can email us at vimministries at gmail.com. Thank you for listening. God bless you.